First up, it's time for Honoring Grief with Kimberly Robbie. We're just having a brief technical issue, so I'm going to stall while we try to access our switchboard to start the show. FYI, uh, lines will not be opening in the next hour because this is a pre-recorded show, and we're almost at the switchboard. So Kimberly Robbie, uh, EFT approach to honoring grief, one of the most important topics that's barely discussed, let alone uh, gone into the center of, and I think we're here. This is very exciting. (laughs) Okay, here we go, Kimberly Robbie, to introduce you to today's show. Hey, everybody, it's Kimberly. Welcome back to Honoring Grief. So today's show is going to be a little different. Each show is kind of a little different, but um, I'm just going to share a short little intro today, and then I'm going to be actually sharing an audio uh, recording of a talk that I did a week ago at this lovely wellness event that I did here in the Edmonton area. So uh, first of all, welcome, and welcome to any new listeners that are today. Uh, I just want to start off by just sharing with anybody that's new joining us today what the intentions of Honoring Grief is and why I'm here. So in brief, this show, I wanted to create a space where we could talk about grief and loss and normalize and create language around our human experiences of emotional loss and grief, and also to talk about what healthy processing of grief looks like, because we're actually not taught anything about healthy emotional processing and what grief and loss actually is in school. So, well, let's see. So yeah, so I wanted to create a space where we actually, I have actually conversations, you know, with conversations with myself, with guests, with people that come on, um, just normalizing it. And again, it's with the intention of bringing awareness to how prevalent emotional loss and grief actually is in our lives. So it's a lot, lot more than just death and divorce, right? We, we suffer losses. We feel grief from losses of safety, losses of hopes and dreams and expectations. Anytime anything changes with our health, that's a loss. So any change of or end in something familiar is a loss. And with every single loss, we can feel grief. And there are actually 40 different life events in our life which create loss. So actually 100% of us today are grieving in a way, either from a loss that we experienced today or something recently. And 100% of us most definitely are holding suppressed grief and suppressed emotional energy in our bodies. Um, Why I'm saying this is because my whole life is transformed by learning how to recognize when I'm experiencing grief, the emotions of grief, and when I'm experiencing a loss. And then from that place, being able to love myself and accept myself and be in those emotions very differently. It's, it's changed my whole life. You've heard me talk about it in many different ways with many different stories um, over the episodes of this series over the last year or so. So today is, is no, no different. So because when we can identify it first in ourselves and then automatically with other people too, when we can identify that we're actually going through a grieving process because we're going through a certain loss, we can actually soften into that and accept our experiences and accept the emotions more. And that's all our emotions need, right? They just want to continue to move through us and for us to feel and accept them instead of suppress and push them away like our society tells us to. So again, that's creating a more connected life and more connected, loving life with ourselves and our emotional experiences here on earth, 
but then also here on earth. <laughs> that sounded funny. But also when we can honor ourselves and our own experiences, then we can see that in the people around us that we care about too and stay connected and honor other people's experiences. Also, the intention with this show is to create a space where anybody that's experiencing grief or experiencing loss right now can come and feel like seen and heard, right? And not feel so alone and know that the, the struggles and pain that they're going through is, does not make them a failure, does not make them like faulty or broken. This is actually all our very universal human experiences of loss and grief. So that's, I wanted that show, this show to be a place of that too. So today's show, I was saying a little bit unique. So today's show, I'm actually, I'm not going to say a whole lot of it, except for maybe introduce it a little bit. Um, I had the privilege of creating a brand new talk on EFT tapping. So the previous couple episodes to this episode, we've been talking a lot about tapping. And again, tapping, tapping has been one of the superpowers in this journey of me transforming my life after the end of my marriage in 2019. So I adore this tool and can talk about it for hours and hours. So what you're going to hear as soon as I'm done this intro is you're going to hear an audio recording of the talk that I did last weekend. And the exciting part is that it's a de the debut of it. Uh, two weeks before I was going to give this talk, I had another idea. I, I had another talk basically arranged, one I'd done for many times over the years and I could basically do in my sleep. But one morning, a couple weeks ago, I woke up very early in the morning and I was writing something new in my head. And I was like, oh, I have to talk. I have to do this. I have to do this. So you guys get to hear the very first wobbly and wonderful version of it here um, today on the show. So um, yeah, without further ado, this talk is called titled Mavericking with EFT Tapping. And I don't think I need to really share anything else about it. <laughs> You'll hear it all coming up now. Okay, enjoy everybody, and I will see you next month. Okay, bye. First time at the microphone besides karaoke, so this will be. <laughs> don't have a microphone at my workshop, so awesome. Um, I I'm just. So thrilled to be here. I already felt myself getting emotional over on the side. So um, we're going to jump in and we're going to get real. So before we jump into what mavericking and EFT is, I want to take a poll of the audience. So how many people out there are experiencing a loss right now? Okay. Okay. This is a different group than I'm used to. Awesome. Okay. And experience, how about experiencing motions of grief? And there are many. Awesome. Okay, you guys are very aware. Great. Okay, we're going to circle back to that a little bit later to see how it shifts, but I'm already impressed with you guys of the, the awareness of loss. So I'm going to tell you a little bit more about why I'm here, what EFT has done for me, a little bit of the story. This is a brand new creation in the last two weeks. I woke up early in the morning at 4 a.m. and I was like, I have to do, I have to do this and not the one I've always done. So this is brand new. So Mavericking right now. <laughs> So I first heard about emotional freedom technique uh, back in 2018. Let's just say I wasn't totally pulled to this weird looking energy tool that had you tapping on your face, right? Especially when somebody told me that after 50 minutes of tapping, 
So on one session, under an hour, it lowered your cortisol by 24%, lowered feelings of anxiety and fear by 58%, and it actually starts changing your genes, your genetic expression, in that short 50 minutes. Like, I love science, but that, I was freaked out. <laughs> I was skeptical. And I was like, hmm. So you wouldn't have seen me tapping on my face at that point. You kind of would have seen me tap tapping and running the other way <laughs> to get out of there. Because I was like, there's no way something as simple as that works like that. Uh, then, but the next time I heard about EFT tapping, it, I was in a completely different place. Um, it was about a year later. And boy, does a lot happen in a year. In that one year, I got married at my very favorite place, Fort Edmonton Park. I enjoyed two honeymoons in some super hot places that I love. <laughs> I struggled an illness that I felt threatened to take my identity away. And I celebrated my 40th birthday with a much music video dance party. It was epic. <laughs> it, was, it was epic. Oh, yes. And in that year as well, I had heard the anguishing words from my husband, I'm done, I want a divorce, and I don't, I don't want to talk about it. So that was from my brand new husband of just eight months. So let's just say when I heard about tapping again, I was in a completely different place. Completely different place. And I call this place a place of like inner child, complete inner child brokenness. Like the end of my marriage felt like the, the, la the final abandonment heartbreak that just broke me completely apart. Completely apart. Um, I'm just going to pause for a sec because it's always all kinds of emotions coming up, which is amazing. I'm just going to honor it. <laughs> On that pause, who out there has experienced a loss, or if you're maybe experiencing it right now, that feels like it's breaking you completely apart? And if you're here... Cheers to the badass you guys are here for being here and experiencing that right now. So thank you for sharing that. Um, so that's where I was. I just, I was completely broken, completely broken, lost, terrified, not knowing, like, second guessing my choices of what I wanted in life, my choice to marry this person. I'd waited many years to wait for the right person. And it was just, it felt like a disaster. So I remember, I remember the exact spot in my living room, just tear stained, like face to like my living room carpet, just thinking, how am I going to get through this? How am I going to survive this? I know, I deeply know that life is supposed to be more joyful and more full of love and connection and passion and richness than I ever saw in my relationships or the world around me. But from this like broken place, I was like, how am I even going to get there? How do I get there? <laughs> I just remember repeating that message over and over in my head. And at that point, from that brokenness, I thought I was the farthest away from that dream life. Absolute farthest. But <laughs> I was actually closer to that life, which was amazing. So, and the day that it all changed for me, this is so vivid, and I'm full body goosebumps just even saying that leading up to it. April 19th, 2019, so this was just a couple months after the end of my marriage, when I first watched Brene Brown's The Call to Courage on Netflix. Anybody seen that? Wholeheartedly, full body recommend that. <laughs> and there was my life before April 19th, and then my life after April 19th. And it was just 
from that desperation, like heartbreak area, it was like the day that gave me a glimmer of hope. Like, because she was talking about a vulnerability and realness and a life that I was like, yes, that's what I want. <laughs> that's what I've always wanted. And somewhere in there, I was just like, this is the cringy, boundary-pushing vulnerability that I want. And I know that, I just knew that this was a path to, to the life that I wanted to lead. So I just, I chose kind of like hell yes, in a way. <laughs> inside an internal hell yes. And from that point, I just, I just knew that I was going to create a different life. I had no idea how I was going to do it or what it looked like, and I was terrified, like completely terrified. But I just decided to say hell yes to everything in my life. What that hell yes looked, at, looked like at that point was taking more than a year off of work to fully grieve my marriage, to fully grieve it. And then I realized, hey, I'm not only grieving my marriage right now, I'm grieving decades, four decades of grief that I've been holding in my body. I'm giving myself the time now to do it. And that's it. I've been putting this crap off long enough, right? It also looks like um, grieving like fully. Oh, I lost my spot here. <laughs> yeah, grieving, yeah, grieving everything, right? The, all the losses that we hold on to from the strange relationship with my father to the many heartbreaks that we have in our lives and the many losses, which I'll talk about a little bit more. Loss is so prevalent. And it was profound because in this grieving process, I also decided to grieve in a way I've never done before. So grieving fully out loud. So kind of like Brene Brown, right? Be real and put it out there. Grieve out loud. Grieve, like ask for help in ways that made me like, it's like cringy vulnerable, right? Ways that made you really uncomfortable, made me extremely uncomfortable. Asking for help from close friends, but other people that I normally wouldn't, right? And just, and trying, of course, crazy things like EFT tapping, <laughs> right? <laughs> that said it was this powerful, but I was like, what? But I did. And to take myself through a phenomenal grief recovery program as well, which was, you'll hear a little bit more about. And I'm not sure at that point whether this decision came out of desperation, like just something, some kind of something to hold on to, or courage. But what I can tell you is from that place of brokenness and desperation came great courage, like phenomenal courage that I've never known before. That's the courage that I call mavericking. So I don't know if you, I never knew what the word maverick meant before the movie came out just never really thought of it. So Maverick is actually a person that pushes boundaries and shakes things up, right? Challenges what the norm is in the world and what we're told we need to be and what we're told our life needs to be and everything to be acceptable. Pushes boundaries, believes in what others call impossible. It believes in a, a type of living and a type of loving that others may call impossible or breaking rules, right? That's what a maverick is. And believing in that life that a lot of people would call a fantasy. I don't know about you guys, but I was called a dreamer and a fantasizer all my life. <laughs> like, what you're, you're, you're not a realist. You're just, you're out in fantasy world. Me and Donna had this conversation earlier. <laughs> but yeah, we are actually, we're all natural mavericks, right? We're all born like this as kids, and, right? Yeah. We have these big dreams for our life. We have these big dreams for love and what we see our relationships are going to be. We, even when we see messages around us and messages from our parents that that's not being realistic, right, or you're a dreamer, we still have these dreams. But somewhere along the way, we lose it, right, as we get older. 
it actually gets buried under the weight and the grief of endless losses that we're not told how to process in healthy ways, right? This accumulates and accumulates and accumulates. And the one of the, I mean, there's endless things I could say here, but one of the most profound things that I've learned about grief in this journey is that we cannot selectively numb our pain. So we can't selectively numb all those painful emotions without actually numbing the joyful, the feel-good ones, right? They're all generating from the same area. So if we numb our pain, we're actually numbing our life. I need to say that again because it is so huge. If this is one thing you remember from what I say in this time up here, is if you, if you choose to numb your pain, you're also numbing your entire life. You're numbing your ability to feel rich love, joy, creativity, enthusiasm, vitality, health, happy, everything we're dreaming of gets numbed as well. But if you choose to maverick with your pain instead and learn different ways that are against the norm, against what we're told, then you can transform your life completely. <laughs> I am here because of that. A moment for my heart. <laughs> this is, so if I were just to sum up the impact of EFT on my life, I can simply but wholeheartedly say, with tears, <laughs> that has completely changed my perceptions of what life is and what love is and what's possible in life and love for myself. It just, yeah. <laughs> um, it helped me, so 40-year-old, heartbroken, soul-broken, lost woman, newly divorced, just completely terrified. It helped me believe in a life in the fantasy life again. It helped me believe in the impossible. And that's just a phenomenal, like I can't even believe it off of this simple tool. Let me just paint the picture of the snippet of the change. So every day before the end of my marriage, even though I wasn't even aware that I was struggling this much because it kind of matched what I saw around me, but I've lived every day in fear, shame, self-doubt, right? Just trying to like keep up with what I thought was good, what I thought was proper for me. And now the transition is this, I live like every, I, I live with more joy and more love and more creativity and courage and daring and doing things like this with a brand new speech <laughs> that I wrote two weeks ago, then I, I never would have done this ever before. So it's just, it's a phenomenal. And it's just, that's just the beginning of what, what this tool has done. And that fantasy life that we're told that we can't have, we can we can, and it's just, it takes this courageous journey. Um, I lost myself. <laughs> the other part, this is huge. This is gonna strike some of you a lot. When I think of my physical body and the impacts that EFT tapping in this journey has had, a few short weeks after the end of my marriage, I had digestive issues and food tolerance issues just completely disappear. I'm talking about in about less than two months. Allergies that I had for 20 years, plus 20 years that I had to take allergy medicine for, for like six months of the year, like May to September, April to September, whatever month that is, disappeared a year after the end of my marriage, like completely gone. So these are just like snippets. I was like, holy, of the, the stuff that I've been holding on in my body and the impact of it. Like I was hearing messages about it, but that was like, you cannot, I cannot ignore those kind of changes in my body. It was just, it was phenomenal. 
when I stand here and I realized, I've said this so many times over the last few months, I don't even recognize my life now from where I was four and a half years ago at all. Like I'm doing things that I never would have imagined that I would do. Again, living that life, living the life of more courage and love and passion and creativity and wholehearted like realness that I always dreamed of. Um, so I'm going to just <laughs> take a moment. What's that? And it's that, it's that profound, it's that breathtaking that it actually takes my breath away, which is why I have these heart moments in here. <laughs> Be with your heart, Kimberly, it says. So you're probably wondering, as I tell you about mavericking, like how the heck do I do it, right? How do I maverick my pain? Again, I could spend, I do workshops and do hours and hours of talking about this and, and teaching some of this stuff. But for this simple, short um, message, how to maverick your pain, how to maverick your life, just think of two questions and one courageous choice. So the first question, when you're feeling emotional pain, just think, is this, am I going through in a loss right now? Like, is this a loss that I'm experiencing? And to know that, which it sounds like you guys are pretty aware of loss right now, that it's way more than death and divorce, right? Way more than just losing somebody that you care about due to somebody passing away or the end of a relationship. Loss is any change in your life, right? So the end of or change of anything familiar, a familiar pattern, a familiar situation is loss. Right? So Krista highlighted that throughout her speech. It's all about loss and letting go, right? And loss looks like losses of connection, losses of safety, any changes in our finances, right? Changes in our health are huge because they don't just impact our body, they impact everything else around us, right? Our relationships, our ability to go to work. Um, losses of trust, losses of hopes, dreams, and expectations. Like, that's a huge one. But, so this is loss. Oh, no, I can't forget this one. Losses of joy and play. I believe this is one of like the greatest losses that we, we have. The greatest losses we're grieving as adults as we get older. The loss of that freedom of joy and play. So just learn, think, am I, these emotions that I feel, could this actually be loss that I'm reacting to, right? First question. Oh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> Second question. The, the pain that you're feeling so if I'm experiencing a loss, well, then is this grief, right? And grief, what is important to know, is not just one, one emotion, right? It, grief is actually like an umbrella term, like a state that we experience, an experience of loss. But grief is actually can be experienced as sadness, anger, irritability, shame, overwhelm, exhaustion, did I say fear, rage, guilt? <laughs> like any uncomfortable emotion can be a part of a grieving process. So actually any uncomfortable emotion that you're feeling day to day, I believe it's a part of grief. Like I wholeheartedly believe 100% of us are actually grieving something today or recently and 100% of us are holding years and years of accumulated grief in our bodies. It's that, and it, I mean, and there's tons of research. I mean, it affects our emotional health, our physical health, our, our, our spiritual health, our cognitive health. There's endless studies on that. Again, and you can see by the, the response that my body had. <laughs> few short weeks after just allowing myself to fully grieve. Um, yeah, and so those are the two questions. So ask yourself, is this loss? Am I grieving? And then the third part is a choice. Can I choose instead of numbing and suppressing and running away and ignoring my pain, which is what we're taught growing up, right? We're taught to deal with it on our own. We're taught to 
to not burden other people with our pain. We're taught to keep busy, keep ourselves and our schedules busy, care give for other people ahead of ourselves. These are the things and the messages that are insidious in our culture. But can I choose to not do that and choose, instead choose to maverick? Maverick my pain instead. What, is, what does maverick look like? So again, like Brene Brown would say, be crazy real. Speak it, right? Have the courage to like speak it honestly, to accept it, to be with it, to allow yourself to flow through naturally. In and out. <laughs> That's where EFT tapping comes in. That's where it's a phenomenal tool for just being present. And again, when we don't understand, the power of those two first questions is understanding why you're feeling the pain. When we don't understand something in our lives, we push it away and we judge it, right? And it's scary. But when you can bring understanding and awareness to it, it's just phenomenal. And also not hiding behind statements like, I'm fine, right? Or I'm surviving, right? To just have the courage to tell the truth about what you're experiencing. That's like one of the biggest forms of mavericking. And then, because what comes from that too is when we fully feel emotions, then we can actually gain the wisdom. Like I, I totally believe that the wisdom from our soul is actually carried on the emotions of our energy, the energy of our emotions, right? We have to fully feel our emotions to bring out that wisdom. I call it the magic that comes after, right? It's the magic. And honestly, like that's the magic wisdom that I feel over and over again. And it just, it blows my heart or it blows my heart and blows my mind like every time. Um, I'm going to take, you, you know what, you guys, I don't even need to take the poll again. Most people, when I talk about the look at loss and grief, the awareness is not there. A lot of people are more around death and divorce, but you guys are very aware. You guys know there's a lot of you out there experiencing loss already. So I'm so glad that you guys are like way beyond and understanding that. That's awesome. So as you can see from this great like darkness and brokenness, I've uncovered like the true maverick that I always was right? The true maverick that we always are. Um, you can do that too. <laughs> you can start today by coming to my table and starting your mavericking journey. Um, and of course, from this like phenomenal experience comes great passion to share EFT and to share grief recovery and the awareness of loss and grief with like the world, right? It's, it's just, it's my passion. I'm moving away from my regular career and just courageously jumping into this. And it's just, yeah, it, it can change your life. It changed mine, and it's, it's phenomenal. So um, is anybody, now I've told you this big story about EFT tapping. You guys want to learn how to do it if you don't know how to do it? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, cool, awesome. <laughs> um, so maybe it lifts ground for a bit in your bodies. Maybe wiggle in your chair a bit, close your eyes. I just want you guys to get aware of how you're feeling, how your body's feeling. Awesome. May, yeah. Actually, I'm going to tell, before we do that part, I'm just going to tell you a little bit more about EFT if you don't know. So emotional freedom technique, um, it's based off the ancient Chinese acupuncture system, right? So we were talking about that earlier. And it's phenomenal because the same point that you put needles in to move energy and balance energy, you're doing that by tapping on your face, right? It's phenomenal. I'm going to say that word a million times. <laughs> I can see. <laughs> it's a good word. <laughs> Um, and what, what you're doing when you go into the acupuncturist, 
office to have that done is you're balancing energy, right? You're balancing the flow because the meridians and the energy flowing in our body controls everything, right? From how our organs work to how we feel physically and emotionally, cognitively, everything, right? So this tool actually balances the same way as getting needles put in those, those points. And what we're looking at, we all kind of run on a more like hyper, hyper stimulated state. Again, because that accumulated pain and grief that we've held in our bodies, it weighs our nervous system down, throws us into like an inflammatory state, into flight or flight. What this tool is doing is it's bringing down your fight or flight system, right? It's just bringing you down. And when you get into a pattern of doing it, you create this new default, right? A new default so that you're more resilient on the things that come up in life. And so we're, tap we're moving the energy by tapping on your face, but then we're also speaking our emotions, which is the other superpower of it. Right? And you're doing it either in a group, right? so you have that power of human connection, or you're doing it one-on-one -on -one with like an, an artist, I say, an EFT artist that can guide you through. Basically, because there's often what you come in to tap on at the beginning is very different than what you leave. And be like, how did I get from here to here in an hour? <laughs> like, where did that come from? It's because we have layers and layers of pain and different beliefs and thoughts and programming that are hiding that pain underneath. So EFT is brilliant for kind of peeling away the layers of the onion, as they like to call it. So, again, I'm going to go through, a lot of you know EFT, or who has that, who does? There's a few, okay, okay. So I'm just going to go over um, the points a little bit. We'll probably just be mindful of the time for that. And um, so we're going to be using, it's hard to do with microphone. Yeah, maybe. For the rest of it. Awesome. You guys can still hear me? Okay, so well, the one point is the side of the hand. So that's the one you guys can just follow just to get your body used to it. So we're going to do a, a setup statement here. That's what we do to kind of set up like how you're feeling and your emotions. So this is the side of the hand, the setup statement area. Then we're going to be going up to your eyebrow, which is just here at the top of your nose. Awesome. And then the side of your eye. Good. And then underneath your eye. So again, these are all acupuncture points where they put needles in. Underneath your nose, this is a common one. Yeah. Underneath your lip or the chin point. Good. And then your collarbones. Just, mm, I'm going to take this off now. <laughs> Good point for that. Collarbones, follow your collarbones down here, right? So the knobbies in the corner, so right underneath your little collarbone knobbies, <laughs> I like to call it. So you can rub or tap here. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be loud later. Because <laughs> I'm going to be, I, you'll see me knocking or tapping on the sternum because that stimulates both sides. Again, you can do tap either side. There's no rule and you can switch halfway through. The next one underneath your arm. So about bra strap level or a hand width down below your armpit. So that's the side of the, the torso body, the torso point. And then the top of your head. So just there's tons of meridians that run all along the side of your torso and the top of your head here too. Awesome. Okay, good. Is everybody ready to try it, you think? Yeah, okay. If you want more explanation and, and story and stuff behind it, you can visit me at my table, but we're going to jump into doing it. Um, so, I just want to see. Yeah, okay. So let's do the ground and the wiggle in your chair again. <laughs> Reground. See where you're at. Maybe a deep breath or two. Feel what's going on in your heart. Feel what's going on in your body. Any pain, 
tightness, anything that wants to be communicated, talked about. Any ruminating thoughts in your head? Hesitations about things you're hearing today, questions, resistance, anything that's there. And pick, pick one thing that you can keep focused on because we're going to do a group tap and I want you to be able to hold that, that spot, that emotion, that sensation, that thought present with you as we do this because this, we take advantage of the borrowed benefits with tapping. You may be tapping on a certain thing like if I'm doing a round with somebody else and using certain words for their issue, but you're actually processing your issue as well even if the words don't match exactly. So once you've picked your, your, your thing that you want to focus on, pick how intense is it for you right now. Zero, nothing at all. Ten, it's intense. Intense, crazy, intense. Give it a number, and you don't have to tell anybody this. This is all, but be mindful of the number so you can compare later. Okay, you guys can open your eyes now. And now I need two courageous people to share a couple things so I can craft a script for us all to do, tapping-wise. So who wants to share what's going on for them? It doesn't have to be like a story. It can just be like a simple feeling. I might ask more questions if, yeah? Uh, worthiness of receiving. Worthiness of receiving. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't bring my pen. I borrow a pen. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I want to make sure. Really <laughs> nice. Worthiness of success and receiving. Yeah. And awesome. I'll chase some love. Pardon? I'll chase some love for the whole group. Love, so just a love intention for the whole group. Okay. Awesome. Is there anything else that we want to add in there? Um, a collective consciousness for stepping through the next gateway or chapter of our lives. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So normally I have a nice slate clipboard and a big thing that I write because again the power of EFT is I'm using the the, the charge that's on your phrases and your words that you you share with me because that's where the power comes from, right? Not just using the words or the things that I have in my head, but more what's, what's got charge and how you describe the metaphors that you use or whatever. So awesome. So we're going to try to incorporate that. We've got, oh yeah, how did it go that fast? <laughs> it makes me think that I'm missing stuff, but it's okay. Let's <laughs> we get to tap longer. So let's do, we're going to start on the side of the hand. So remember, keep your, the issue, the emotion or the sensation in your body just present with you, even as we're tapping on some of these other things. And just see, okay. So even though it's hard to receive sometimes. It's hard to allow things. Maybe sometimes I doubt whether I'm worthy for it. And even though I have this doubt, and this resistance to receiving, I love, honor, and accept myself anyway. So even though I want a lot of great things in my life, 
and I want the universe to bring them all to me. <laughs> but the universe is doing this. <laughs> How can I bring them to you if you won't receive it? And even though the universe has got its hands raised in the air, <laughs> and I'm just having a hard time receiving, I love, honor, and accept myself anyway. And even though I may not always feel love in my heart, there may be a lot of other stuff there too. Especially when I'm at a, in a weekend like this. This meant to poke me. <laughs> meant to stir some things up. And even though I'm being stirred up maybe, and I'm feeling maybe some more things besides love. <laughs> I love, honor, and accept myself. And where I'm at right now. Okay, we'll go up to the eyebrow. I want a lot of things in my life. I have this dream life. I have this love that I want to create and share. I have this life that I dream of. And I can't create it on my own. I need help. And the universe is waiting to help me. But I have to be able to receive. But maybe I have some programming about what I have to do or who I have to be to be worthy of love and to be worthy of the success that I dream of. Maybe I learned from the world and my parents that I got to do this, this, and this. And I have to achieve this, this, and this before I can have this or before I can be worthy of having what I dream of. There's all these rules. I like to call them illusions. Illusions of what are not true. Because what is actually true is that I'm innately born worthy. Innately born of deserving of everything that I dream of. Even with all these illusions, I can learn differently. Because the illusions tend to be the norms that we hear. And it can be exhausting trying to live up to norms. I want to create my own life. <laughs> I don't want anybody else's life. I want my own dream life. And that looks unique to me. Yeah. So I'm going to maverick these norms. <laughs> I'm going to push the boundaries. I'm going to do things differently. And if I'm living with an illusion that I have to do something to be worthy of something, I'm breaking that illusion right now. I'm disillusioning myself right now. I'm born innately worthy. Innately deserving. We are all magnificent child of the universe. That's what this tattoo came from, that phrase. 
We are worthy and deserving of the best things out there. I am worthy of the deserving of the best things. Maybe I learned maybe I learned some of these illusions from my family. Yeah. Or my ancestors. And maybe part of me wants to honor that. Wants to honor what they've told me and shared with me. But honestly, in my own life, I can honor that. But the best way to honor it is to live my own dream life. That's what my ancestors want. That's what my family wants. Ultimately, <laughs> it might challenge them a little bit. That's the natural change in loss when you change your life. <laughs> and when you change the way you do things. It impacts others. But I want to live my dream life. And in that dream life, I want to share and create more love. And I'm starting that today. I'm creating collective love right now. I'm really realizing and honoring my life and my path and everybody else's path here today. And I'm sharing in this collective love of all these beautiful people in this room, the beautiful things they have to share, and their beautiful stories, and creating that collective love with everybody. And we're just creating a huge... Oh, I can't read my own writing. <laughs> uh, we're creating a beautiful consciousness. Beautiful power here today. And I'm amping up my courage. I'm amping up my courage to step forward. To step forward into a different life. To create the different life. To maverick myself into a different life. Yeah, I want the, I'm embodying the courage to step forward and make changes. Make changes in my life towards that dream life that I simply have been dreaming about my whole life. <laughs> and I'm honoring this today. I'm honoring all the programming and the illusions, the things that may get in the way. Because I don't want to push that stuff away. I don't want to resist it. Because I know that what resists persists. So I honor what I've been taught and the people who taught it to me. But then I choose to choose differently. <laughs> what feels innately good for me. What my soul needs. What my soul needs now. To step forward into the life that I want. <laughs> and love is a powerful energy. So even though receiving can be hard, I'm going to ground really hard into it today. <laughs> To receive fully today and to allow myself to receive the love 
about the energy that's here. To, I'm going to take the energy today and over this whole weekend and add it to creating my dream life and, and sharing love and creating love. There's nothing more beautiful than that and more healing than that. And I honor this whole process this weekend and whatever triggers are coming up because again, mavericking is honoring what's real. All of the pain that's there. All the things that get in the way. I'm honoring that stuff. Because ultimately, it's just here protecting me. It's always been protecting me. And it's just things that I learned. When I was young, and I didn't know any differently. I just responded in a way that I thought I would stay safe. <laughs> responded in a way, let's cut it, responded in a way that I thought was going to keep me safe. And I've continued to do that. But now I can learn differently. I can learn differently. So I'm learning to receive more. And allow more. And love more. And jump forward into my dream life more. And I'm learning how to grieve fully. And honor all the emotions of grief. And all the natural loss of life. Because it can happen every day. And when I know that's what I'm experiencing, I can honor and love myself in mavericking new ways. <laughs> To change everything about your life. <laughs> it's that it's that profound. <laughs> I can do it. I'm moving away from this weekend. A new version of me. Stepping forward into my new dream life. And fully living it in body, mind, and soul. Awesome. Take take a breath and a wiggle. Ooh, I got goosebumps. <laughs> How you guys doing? Any numbers change on that zero to ten scale? Yeah. Some go, sometimes it goes up, sometimes it goes down, sometimes it stays the same. Again, there's no rules. Um, that's only. I mean, we were doing that for ten, twelve minutes or so. Imagine what a whole hour you could do, right? Or getting a, a habit where you do this. I've done tapping every day for nearly four and a half years. And it's just when you create a new habit and a new default, I like to call I like to call tapping a lot of things, superpower, magic. <laughs> but I also call it kind of that that nurturing parent that you may not have had. I know it's like a tool and you may be thinking, huh? But it's that where you can take those moments where you feel terrified and lost and you're feeling emotions that feel like they're gonna suck you up. <laughs> And it's just somewhere to go, right? It's somewhere to feel it. And then when you're with somebody or with a group and sharing that space, it can be incredible. So, yeah. Can I just say that, like, can everybody feel the vibration in your body? Yeah. 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 Huge energy shifts, right? And that's, like, just from 10 minutes of doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So they're not kidding. When they're, like, 50 minutes, we'll lower your cortisol, but now I believe it. (laughs) I fully believe it with my whole heart my whole body. So, yeah. So again, 
when you're in pain just rem- and you want to create that life and you're struggling and you just, just remember, I want, a, I want a maverick instead of do the, the norm. I want a maverick instead of what I should, what people are telling me I should do. And re- just remember those, those simple questions to start off your journey. Is this loss? Am I experiencing a loss right now? Is this a part of grief? Are these painful emotions a part of grief? And can I choose to maverick with it instead of numb it or suppress it? Right? That, that will take you. Those are just like I, the simplest little steps to start your journey today and this weekend. And when you need an extra dose of courage and strength when it's impossible, remember that your body and your soul is always there for you, right? Even if the people that are around you, they love you, they just can't always be there, right? To be there for yourself is the first. So when you need that extra dose, hand on your heart, hand on your belly, right? Just ask for guidance. Remember what Maverick said in the movie. Talk to me, Goose. Talk to me, Goose. That's what you do. Talk to me, body. (laughs) Tell me what I need. Perfect. Thanks, guys.